body, good morrow, god den, good e'en, and well met. Friends, welcome back to That Is The Question. It's Shakespeare's favorite panel show. I'm your host, James Reitmeyer Jr., and we have a wonderfully, graciously charitable episode for you today. On my right, we have the special guest, the graciously giving, it's Rachel Kaplan. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Excellent. So good to see you here today. And on my left, we have the miserly misanthrope. It's David Andrew Laws. Oh, darn it. I I gave all my money away and I'm mad about it. Oh, I want it back. That's a clue. There's a clue in what he said there. That is, that is that something? what this play is about? Let's find out. I thought that was a different play. Let's find out. All <laughs> right. So that's good. Of course, the play that I'm hinting towards is Timon. Of Athens. Uh, darn it. I thought it was pronounced Timon. Yeah, it's not Timon and Pumbaa. Like the Lion's King. I still feel uncomfortable knowing that it's supposed to be Timon. I, I still don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah. I feel stupid saying it both ways. When you say <laughs> Timon and Pumbaa? Timon and Pumbaa. No, <laughs> I don't want to say Timon of Athens. I don't want to say Timon of Athens. Kind of like there are a few words like that. Well, we need to come up with something else. Yeah, we've got to think of something. Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> yeah, Mr. T, T of Athens. Athens. <laughs> That's right. Well, it's Timon of Athens. It's the play that nobody knows anything about. I'm convinced that no one's ever actually read it. Oh. I'm convinced that there's some sort of sorcery on it. Every time you try to open it to read it, you don't. You maybe wow. think you did, but Yeah, and then you're like, no, I, I still haven't read it. I do have one friend who's who's determined to produce a, a, a production of Timon of Athens. He's really into it. And I have been so encouraging, but I still haven't read it yet. Yeah, you're like, you no. should totally, it's so you should great. Do it so that this. I can see it and know what yeah. it's about. For you, I so want this. So I have to say, I have actually seen a production of Timon of Athens. No. It was internal at my college when oh. I was there. The grad students did it, so I watched that. And who knows? Maybe we all have. Maybe eventually, mm. like this episode is going to repress, unrepress all these memories. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, anyway, let's see if it does. And so that brings us to some general trivia. And as with all of these obscure plays, the first one is a good one. What is the plot yeah. of *Timon of Athens*? Do, is there like a? Do I have to bu you know buzz? No, buzz no, in no here? buzzing. You just no, you say just things. Shout. You say things, and I will maybe we give you points. No decorum if I want whatsoever. To. No, no, no decorum. Okay, okay. No swearing. Hmm? Oh, yeah. No swearing. That's no the only swearing. decorum. Oh, that's that's a fair amount of decorum. Yeah. And good, but I'm gonna beat you to thing. it because I buzzed in. And you didn't buzz in. It uh it it it's about he give he give his money away. Good. There's a person that gives his money away. Timon do. Timon gives and his, his money mom away. say. Timon, you dumb. Nope, that's not that's correct. That's Coriolanus. His, Darn his it. mom, isn't it? You're right. Coriolanus has his mother. Has Coriolanus. Darn mother. it. What else? Do you know anything else about Timon of Athens? There's Timon. He's in Athens. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he sure is. And definitely there's a financial component. <laughs> I bet there are so many men in this play. There are oh, lots of lots of men good, in this play. And I imagine that there, there might be a, a woman. She's probably very beautiful. Probably, uh, actually, no, no, I, women. I'm pretty sure there's oh. not no. any beautiful men in this play. I don't, well, you can't, there's not a lead that. woman in this that play. That doesn't mean they're not beautiful. Well, I'm going to tell you why I said that in, in a minute. So, All let right. me read you okay. what Timon of Athens is about. Okay. Okay. And okay. just see if this unrepresses any memories for you. So, Timon is a, a lord, he has lots of money, he starts to give it away. He gives away all his money to his friends and to people that just ask him for it. He just Why? gives away all his money because uh, he's feeling very generous. And he gives these speeches about how it's so great 
to be friends with people. Okay. Right? To be friends and give your money away. <laughs> That's not suspicious at all. Yes. And okay. so there are there are two people that disagree when he talks about that. One person is his faithful steward, Flavius. That's a great name. Yes, I like it too. It's a good one. He's the good guy of this. He's the moral compass of this of this play. And then you have the cynical poet uh, Apimantus. Eight mm. Mantis. Eight Mantis. <laughs> but Eight Mantis and Flavius. Yes, that's right. So they're the and he's a poet and very cynical and funny and acerbic and all that stuff. Uh, now then, of course, he gives away all his money. Doofus. And Flavius is like, dude, you gave away all your money. You shouldn't have done that. And so then he discovers that he's in debt. Because so he, he gave away money. all. And he gave away more. And he, yeah. has, he has no source of income. He's just a lord. He's a lord. So he's he just, inherited yeah. all his I think his what happens money. is that he had to sell his lands <gasps> to pay the debt. Snap. Right? So when the creditors come or when the, the, the collectors come, they he, he sends servants to his friends to ask them for help. And they don't and do they it. they do not give him the money back. And in fact, oh, they get angry at him for even asking. Oh. Isn't it? Oh. Isn't it? One of them kills the servant. Whoa. It's a messenger. Whoa. Mm. So he ends up being forced out of the city. Overreact. To survive. go to therapy. That's right. He, he get, ends up getting forced out of the city to survive in the wilderness. He lives in a cave and eats... Like, I think it's described he eats roots. Um, um, um. Yes, that's right. That could be good, though. Well, that's a probably very healthy. Have you yeah. had, like, ramps? Um, I'm sorry? Ramp. I'm prop Ramp. Oh, just it's. I think just, it's just ramp. Like when God, I do it's sick made a motorcycle I could be tricks. wrong. No, I could be wrong. I'm because gonna say r- ramp and then I thought very it was quietly ramp. hiss. Well, I thought it was like rocket. Rocket is the arugula. Like, what the British heck? Australian R- name for arugula? And I think ramp is a thing like that. Ramp. I could be wrong. Is I bl- like I've I might be saying it wrong, but I've compared it to ramp is to garlic as scallion is to onion. Okay. It's a similar sort of relationship where it's got that garlicky flavor, but it's like a leafy green. Anyway, how <laughs> so what, well, so what we're saying is Simon's is breath smells. Is it because his name's ramp. Time in the Athens? <laughs> is that why it's connected? Oh, very good. He's, I'm just it's, it's Shakespeare's no, most herbal play. Yeah. It's Shakespeare's <laughs> cooking show. Yeah, that's right. But I was just saying roots can be very tasty. Well, guys, sometimes. there's a there's a there's a twist. That happens oh, no. while Timon's in the cave eating his ramp, and he discovers a twist of life. <laughs> treasure. Buried treasure. Yeah, he discovers buried treasure. Is in it the actually cave. buried? It's not buried. Just it's underground. Not. Oh. So it, when he's digging for his roots, ramps? I guess he has root. Yes. And so uh, what happens is then the rebel uh, alliance. I'm going to mess this one up. Uh, Alcibiades oh. stops by. Alcibiades. Why does Alcibiades is a real dude. Um, in in real life Greek history, Maybe I'm going to so save that for like, when hmm. I need this like a fantastic polysyllabic rhyme. If I ever find myself in a, a rap battle, mm. Alcibiades, oh he's God. a rebel, and what he does is he comes by and says, "I don't like Athens." And Tommy goes, "Great, take this money." Oh. So he's giving away I his give money it away. again, <laughs> and go use it to raise an army and sack Athens. Whoa. And instead of doing that. Alcibiades goes, he does sort of do that. He gets to Athens and he punishes all the people that were mean to Timon. Uh-huh. And then we hear that Timon dies in the wilderness uh, and we have his epitaph. Uh, oh. The end. That's a, mm. And you wonder why ain't nobody do it. But I do appreciate a good like dad character who just gives everyone a good a measure of punishment. Yeah, so the two characters that people talk about in this are Flavius and the other guy, um, the poet Apimantus. Apparently he has a lot of funny, cynical, sort of cutting remarks. Like funny funny or like Shakespeare funny? I don't know because I've not read it. Well, we'll find out. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but there you go. And so I think I remember laughing at that in the production. I think he's got some good ones. I think it's sort of like the bastard in King John. Sure. Where it's like, oh, that's good. And then... <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. is it the kind more. where you say that's funny, but you don't? Yeah, you're, you oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's, that's funny. funny. Um, so there you go. So that's the plot of Time and of Athens. I don't know if either of you mm. get a point for that. I, I, if you gave me a point right now, I would walk no, out of this you. room. I'd say no, thank you. Um, no, so that would be very time and of you though. Like ex- take, accept charity. Don't give anything away. Like if you, if, if we you, learned anything from if him, if you gave me a point, I would kill your servant. <laughs> or if I gave you a point, you would give it to Rachel. Yeah, <laughs> I would, I would give all my points away. It. All right, so so that's the plot of Time and of Athens. If you didn't know at home, there you go. He goes and eats some ramp. All right, so uh, which Shakespeare character from another play might have met? Timon of Athens. Antony. Now, anyone anyone stupid. from well in like like uh, historically or just in terms of universe. In like Shakespeare in, in the, the Shakespeare, Shakespeare cinematic universe. Canon. I would say anyone from Midsummer, uh, the lovers perhaps. So that's a good one although though they're not set at the same time. That's a great guess but there's another in play. In this production they are. In this production. Oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah, you transposed it. You were like, ooh, how shall I update this? I know. I'm going to put it in the 5th century BC. <laughs> Which one? That's when it was, by the way. Timon was? Or Midsummer? Timon's. Timon's, Timon's in the 5th century fifth or 4th century BC, which is also the same time as Socrates and Plato. So he met Socrates. Mm. There's another Shakespearean character that exists around that time that very well might have run across Timon in his adventures. Oh, my. Hmm. Who goes on adventures? Oh, oh, oh. Adventures. Pericles. It's it. Oh no, it's not dinging. You can't have any points. Make it my ding, bell ding, 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 ding. Wait here, give. I think it's the sounds off. Yeah, you think so too. <laughs> <laughs> no points. Yeah, yeah point for David. Good. Point for David. That's right. Pericles exists around the same time as contemporary of Timon, oh. and Pericles like sails around to all these places. I love uh, that. So maybe Pericles came across Timon, and Timon undoubtedly would have given him lots of stuff. Ah, he's probably the whole reason he even made it. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Great. So there you go. Pericles and Timon were in this Shakespeare Cinematic Universe together. Crossover. There it is. I'd watch it. Yeah, me too. Good comic book. Pericles versus Timon. Versus Timon. (laughs) That's right. All right. So that's point for David. Timon of Athens' first known publication is in the first folio, right? We know what the first folio is. Yeah, is that okay i believe you trying to come up with a joke no no for how many other plays is this true can you and and can you and which ones i mean for so for how many first we're guessing the number how many plays for how many plays is the first folio their first recorded publication six okay got answer of six twelve twelve is closer i'll give it to you four forty eight you know how many it is it is sixteen no sorry uh, 18, Whoa. 17 plus what? Timon. That's half of Shakespeare's canon. Jeez, wow. y'all, get it together. First published in the first folio. And the, the remarkable thing about that is it wasn't published by Shakespeare. Yeah. It was cobbled together by the actors that sort of worked with him. So there's a lot of questions. As That's why there are so many questions about who wrote what. Because... I know who wrote Time and with Shakespeare. Is that one of the trivia questions? You know what? Um, yes, we're going to get there. All right, because that's the one <laughs> thing I know. No, and in fact, there's. Uh, I think some of these are pretty surprising to me. Um, Twelfth Night was first published Whoa. in the folio. Right, most of them are the bad ones. I think all of the bad ones are in here. Uh, All's the Well, Antony and Cleopatra, Comedy... Uh, no, uh, Coriolanus, well Cymbeline. Is, is it? Uh, only, oh. only part one of Henry VI. Henry VIII, King John, Measure for Measure, Timon, Winter's Tale. Those Whoa. are pretty much, that's pretty much a comprehensive list of the bad Shakespeare plays, I think. That's very subjective. Sure. Like, I would, sure. some of them are charming. 
Charming. Sure. No, they've got lots of good stuff. One of the things David and I find as so we're working our way through the canon. So we'll right. get to Time into Athens eventually if you want to watch it. Well, um, we don't have to. <laughs> but uh, we we have ten. We have found that even even in the roughest of places, there lies some diamonds. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a couple of good stuff. King John was especially. I really surprising. like King John. Yeah. Now there you go. So. So there you go. Anyway, and but so maybe someday I'll Michael. like Timon, but probably not. I well, like it just for the names. I'm a big fan of almost every name in this play, and I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, good names. Tell me some of those names again. Antibodies. The steward. You can remember <laughs> the steward. <laughs> Antibodies. <laughs> and uh, the steward of the flop. Oh, Flavius? Yeah, Flavius? that's it. I thought you meant Stuart. Yes. You know what? That would be a good one if I came back at the end of the episode and asked you to plot and gave you another point for no, that. Don't. But you know what? I'm not going to do that. So there you go. All right. So that's it. Very good. Time of Athens, first known publications in the first folio with 17 other plays. That that is true as well. Timon is one of those plays that is suggested that Shakespeare wrote in collaboration. So I'll like sort of give some half a point for knowing who it was. Great. And then also, what's the other theory of why of why this play is the way it is, and why do people suggest it? So, who wrote it? First of all, who's collaborator? Thomas Middle um, Brook. No, wow, Middle. How did you get Middleton. there? Middleton. Yes, Middleton. That's I good. could. I. <laughs> I was like, I was sitting over here because. Wait, I, why do you know that but not know his actual name? Because I remember his Thomas. I because I always thought it was Thomas Middle. Bath or Brook or Barnes or Middle. How do you know that this was his collaboration? Like, why is there some reason that you? I just know from the last ones. I know about Fleming and Middleborough, and <laughs> it's more than I know. <laughs> yeah. So this one's collaborated with Thomas Middleton, who also wrote some very famous plays. Yeah. Mm. The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> My favorite. Just pity she smells bad. Uh, it might actually be that The Devil Wears Prada. No, it's there. No, there's a few other. Middleton's one of the more famous ones. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Um, I can't remember. Actually, you know who is killing me right now is Barrett Cooper. I'm gonna edit it as saying some smart titles in. Don't worry, mm-hmm. don't worry. Excellent. I got Very you. Very good. All right. Very you good. too, Rachel. But, um, yeah, definitely. I'm so, so smart. So, what's the other theory about why? And first of all, mm-hmm. why do they think that about this play? This one in particular. There's no. There's no uh, writing about him collaborating. Why do? Why do they think that? Because bad. Yes. <laughs> So what yes. we learn from this that collaborating is bad. No, no, no. Well, it's just that if you're Shakespeare, if you're not anybody Shakespeare. else is, is inferior, right? Because it's probably one Got of the it. best Middleton plays. I bet. I see. So we're, is... we're deifying mm. or deifying. Mm-hmm. We have that's oh, yeah. another word that I feel stupid. Welcome saying both to ways. Western civilization, we are where Shakespeare, Shakespeare is at once the standard and the perfect for literature. Right. Yeah. So much so that, I mean, it is, you know, there are hints of that when we talked about collaboration in other episodes, when especially Pericles, when they have analyzed down to the line, you know, what what they think it was written by Shakespeare and what wasn't. But this one specifically, people just are sure that it's a collaboration because it's not very good. Huh. They're like, there's too many unfinished characters and mm. there's, you know, a duplicate epitaph. And yada, I have yada, a theory yada. about the theory because the theory, what's the question is, how do we know or why? Why do they think? Oh, was that, that it? Why was that the answer? Well, no. There's then there's a there's there's another theory about why it is bad. Is did did because it, it's kind of late. Did some people think he died before? So he finished it's not it? that he died, and people are pretty sure that it's not his last play. Sure. Okay. So I do they think he just gave up? Run. Oh, 
Rachel? No, I was just nodding. I you was were just really doing an eyebrow movement. Intently, I was paying attention. I was showing you that I was paying attention oh, good. with my oh, great. eyebrows. Good, excellent. Uh, yeah, no, it's that apparently, uh-huh. apparently, some there's a theory in scholarly circles that he had a mental breakdown. <gasps> Shit, poor shaky. During time of Athens. Oh no! And so I'm he didn't finish. So he didn't finish the play. So the play is unpolished because of that. Interesting. So I don't. You know, I'm going to need them to cite their sources, but I'm very interested. In yeah, that. and there are there are some uh, several scholarly papers about this stuff. the The real thing is when you dig into the scholarly papers, right? It's all about people just not liking it. Yeah. Right. They're not. No one says, "Oh, I found this fragment of a script that has yada yada." They're like, "I just didn't like the play. It must not be Shakespeare." Isn't that so interesting that we cannot handle our our favorite being like having a bad day or having yeah. a yeah. bad play. Like uh, every single, I did dude. not mean to rhyme. Yeah, That's nice, so terrible. Nice. Um, it's a good litmus yeah, test. You're basically your Shakespeare. Favorite ri- I, well, <laughs> don't hold me to that standard. It's a good litmus test. There, like, there is. is the Big Bang Theory Shakespeare? Nope, because I don't like it. So. There you go. That's basically yeah, what but it is. like every one of our favorite artists or writers, don't you have a song that you hate by them or a or a book that they've written that you're like, oh, that's my least favorite. Yeah, you know who it is. You know what it is. Time in Athens. That's mine. <laughs> that's the one. The one and only. Yeah. No, actually, mine's not Time in Athens. I've got I've got other bits that I like less. Whoa. But you whole know, play. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll get to those. Okay. For sure. Actually, we've talked about it. It's Titus. Yep. I hate. Titus. You're dumb. I hate it. I think it's awful. Yes. I think it's awful. I think there's one good Stupid. speech in it. And um, other than that, I hate it. Boo. Rachel, really just boo unfix- him. Boob. Because boob? <laughs> Does that count as... <laughs> Gonna have to edit that. That's not swearing. <laughs> there you go. All right. So how... So, sorry. The answer to that question was he collaborated with Thomas Middleton. Uh, people think he collaborated or that he had a mental breakdown because... It's not very good. Cool. And that's mm-hmm. that. How is the end of Time and of Athens, like the very end, similar to the ending of Julius Caesar and to the ending of Love's Labor's Lost? It's bad. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> I got it... ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. Actually, both of those are sort of true. But I found this very interesting. I don't think Love's Labor's is bad, but Rachel had a point to make. I just remember you saying that he died at the end, but also there's some sense of redemption, right? Because the the whole Athens, the greater Athens and, area Yeah, and is that has redeemed. something to do with it. So, oh. go on. Hmm. Well, I, I know at the end of Love's Labor's Loss, to, they're all like, um, we're going to come back in a year and see what happens. I'll um, give you a hint. It's not narrative, really. It's textual. It's very oh. specific textually. And I think Caesar's is the least clear to me when I was looking at it and trying to figure out what they were talking about. But um, what they say is that there's this double ending scene, right? There's there's, there's two fin- ends to the scene, ends to the play, mm-hmm. right? And the, the there's a theory that those two scenes at the end are optional, right? That you, you choose optional. one right <laughs> that you that you they're not they don't change the ending right anything, but it's like in caesar there's kind of double speeches at the end that are sort of similar and you could do one or the other right and in oh in, my god it's a choose your own that's adventure a, Shakespeare. totally <sighs> and yeah i took head. the words right out of your <laughs> well, mouth in i Love saw Slavers them lost there's this tagged song uh-huh. Onto the very end. Uh-huh. There's this tagged on song where, so they, they have this really nice ending scene. There's like a rhyming couplet, I think. And then Don Armado, like he goes out and it says, re enter Don Armado. And he says, on this side, there's winter. On this side, there's spring. Sing the song. Then the song sing, gets sung. That was it. Only good when Nathan, did Nathan Lane play him in the movie? Don Armado? I hope not. 
because who did Nathan, Nathan Lane, Lane play? Is not Spanish. I think he played the. Yes, I really think he. Did. Oh no! It was. Uh, it was. It was Timothy. Not to Spall. Spall. Middleton. He's the little guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Timothy Spall. Yes, he's in Harry Potter, like everyone. Like all the English except actors, except for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so they think that. So one of the reasons people think it's bad is because there's this double ending in time, and, and that people don't understand that you're supposed to not do both supposed to do one weird i don't know i don't know i couldn't really like i read that and i couldn't figure out what it was talking about but that i think that it's possible you know people do often complain about the ending of julius caesar so i'm wondering if there's something there that could be fixed and the end of love's lost well they either complain or they just do it right right they just cut stuff which, which is, is exactly why I feel like I don't know this, right? I feel like right. I've never, I've, you've never seen it, yeah. right? That's true. All right. So anyway, that's it. There's, uh, it's similar because there's some extra stuff at the end that's supposed to be cut, and that brings us to the end of general trivia. And I can't remember how many points anybody has. I know I had one. I think you we had it a good time. You definitely you had. Two. I got Pericles and, and Thomas I think you Middleton. had two. So I think it's two to two. I actually drew a point out of like the ether. <laughs> yeah, you got by given a point by charitable time about him. So here we go. It's unsung hero. This actor unsung connects hero. Pirates okay. of the Caribbean with Time of Athens. Connects. Yes, this actor Wait, is in. This person okay. was in Time of Athens before they were famous. They were in Time of Athens in 1981. Okay, I'm diving in with Jeffrey Rush. No, that's a good guess. I wish it were. And Jeffrey look Rush. at me, I dove right into dove an right empty in. swimming pool. It's it's no, another character it's like Bill that. Nye. It's not Bill Nye, although that's another good one. God, there's a lot of really good <laughs> older male actors in yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Now that I think about it, it's no, this is a good one. He's a very, very famous and well-known stage actor. Oh God! Also. now it's going to be so humiliating mm-hmm. when we don't. More get well-known it. for his work How... with. Pinter. In fact, I don't know anybody who's more famous for doing Pinter than this man. Is it Pinter? I don't know anyone who's like, ah, yes. I I love your Pinter This guy, This guy is it. I mean, he's the only one. It's Jonathan Price. Jonathan Price. I'm going to confess that I have no idea who Jonathan Price is. Who does he play in the... He's the dad. He's her dad. Oh, man. He's Kira Knightley's dad. Yeah. Can you list more credits so I can feel like I know who he is? You know... Because I just confessed this very publicly. Yeah. Um, um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. He's in a lot. He's in the Game of Thrones. Okay. He's the oh, he's, Sparrow. Is he That's Littlefinger? a weird uh, oh, no, cadence that you have oh, yeah. there. He's, the Game of Thrones? He's in... I mean, he's a stage actor, right? He's... he's. I guess he's... A he's very, very famous. Yeah, he's... You know, look him up. You'll... Well, I am to be him. him after. The yeah. Class. Jonathan Price. So, Jonathan Price played Timon of Athens. I love Jonathan Price. Jonathan of <laughs> In a movie. There's a movie of Timon of Athens. Of course there And is. there's going to be another one this year. Ew. Who's, yeah. What? Who's doing that? I don't know, but apparently it's going to be released. It's probably a little... Whatever, but so I got an IMDb page. That's stupid. So there you go. <laughs> I want to play the buried treasure. I want to play a root. I want to play a ramp. All right, here we go. All right, so no points for that. So we're tied at two, and that brings us to complete the verse. And I know that neither of you really knows any lines from Time of Athens. So what I've done in this one is all of these lines are the second word in a rhyming couplet. Cool. They're the second rhyme in a rhyming couplet. So you just have to work on your rhyming. Great. Okay. And then we can get this one okay. Okay. together. We this. We'll do we it do together. This. Some of these are pretty bad. Let's find out. Here we go. Men must learn now with pity to dispense, for policy sits above... The fence. <laughs> no, that's good. Recompense. <laughs> nope, that's Dang. not it. It's uh, sort of philosophical. Wait, men, men must learn now with pity to dispense, for policy sits above... 
And it's really a word. Sixpence. It's really a word that gets is getting stretched in this case to three syllables, but it is normally two. Oh. oh um. It's for policy sits above conscience. Oh. <laughs> conscience. Conscience. Good one, Shakespeare. Conscience. All right. <laughs> who lives that's not depraved or depraves? Who dies that bears not one spurn to their Grave. Graves, that's it. Oh, <laughs> I know, dang. I gotta throw some easy ones in here. All right, this one's a good one because this is gonna be many lines in a row. So this is a this is many rhymes in it's a row. It's an rhyme? No, it's um, it's A-A-B-B-C-C-D-D-E-E. Okay. Right, so we're gonna go through them and we're gonna see how many we got. So, immortal gods, I crave no pelf. No, yep, no pelf. I pray for no man but... Myself. myself. That's it. <laughs> myself. Both of you can avoid it. so fun. Grant, I may never prove so fond to trust a man on his oath or bond. Bond, bond okay. <laughs> or a harlot for her weeping, or a dog that seems. Sleeping. Almost. Weeping. Fix the uh, rhyme. Uh, fix the rhyme. Uh, or fix the meter, rather. That seems. Sleep. No. Asleep. Not what? sleeping. Asleeping. Asleeping is what I like. <laughs> or a keeper with my freedom, or my friends, if I should meet them. Need them, <laughs> Need them is it? Oh, darn it. <laughs> what? I was certain one. that I know. that was that's such know, a that's stupid <laughs> Rhyming freedom with needum. Amen, so fall toot. Rich toot? men sin, and I eat. Soot. Fruit. Root. Root. That's it. <laughs> I keep trying to get two thoughts ahead of these. So I'm sitting here going like, and as all those bees in their beatum. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Some of those. I love rhyming freedom with needum. That's very good. Oh my God. That's very funny. Excellent. That's, that's so I Shel think. Silverstein rhyme. I think that's a point for Rachel. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, all right. You. And here we go. Last one. Oh, here lie I, Timon, who alive all living men did hate. Pass by and curse thy fill, but pass and stay not here thy fate. Wait. Nope. Stay and stay not stay not here thy Wait? Nope. Not here thy It doesn't really Gate? make sense. Gate? Yes, that's it. That doesn't Gate. make sense. G-A-I-T. Gate. Don't bring your whole stature Far. over. Don't, yeah, don't stand here. Yeah. Fuck away. All right. Excellent. And look well, at that. darn it. Look at that. And what a surprise. David Andrew Laws has lost another episode of That Is The Question. Everyone Although, was like, Timon will be the one. David will come back d- David's going to sure. do it. He's going to do it. And no, of course not, Rachel. You're the winner of this here episode. And that brings us to the end. So if you enjoyed it, hope you listen to the other ones and hope you listen in next week to another episode of That Is The Question. Until then, I'm your host, James Wrightmire Jr. I'm David Andrew Laws. I'm Rachel Kaplan. Farewell, friends. Thus podcast ends. Adieu. Adieu. Adieu.